Let's begin now. I woke up this morning and I said, you know, instead of waiting for a good day to happen, you know, waiting around through ups and downs, you know, I, I just said, look. Ass, 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 ass. Right. Yeah, baby. Yeah, 
775-357-FANS or 775-376-EZ-EZ. Ah, good Thursday morning, ass family. Welcome back to another fun-filled show of the Arnie State Show. Fun-filled edition. Yeah, still a little bit on the mend. Just relaxed all day yesterday after I threw up. I mean, I, I, I can barely get up after I, I got sick. So I, I, I just said, you know, got to call it a day. There's no way I could have got through two and a half more hours. I was exhausted. So uh, there you go. Thank you for allowing me to uh, leave yesterday and come back today. Back today, ready to go. We'll see how things are going. Let's get some good mornings out of the way. By the way, today was, of course, uh, Thursday, and that means it's time for Bucky's Yay! Bucky's yeah. Yay! Yeah, went to Bucky's this morning. Had a burrito. Seems like it's going to stay down for now. Uh, that's good. That That's very, very good. So, yeah, feeling better. Ready to go. Ready to do the show. Get this Thursday out of the way. Get our Friday here already. Man, oh, man. Let's say some good morning, shall we? Uh, Douglas, first one here, says, good morning. Happy Friday Eve, my friends. Uh, Hangtown Jen says, well, here's hoping Arnie is feeling better and we get a show today. Good morning, ass family. Of course you get a show today, Jen, and you get to learn what the dirty Philadelphia is. A dirty Philadelphia is when you wipe the dick cheese off under you women's nose. My friend said he gave his girl a dirty Sanchez. I had to one-up him and gave his a girl a dirty Philadelphia. There you go. Now you know what a dirty Philadelphia is. Congratulations. Welcome to the show. Uh, Straight Fire says, hello, y'all. Hope you're feeling better, Arnie. Yeah, starting to. Hi, Mama says, good morning, ass. Happy Friday Eve, Douglas. Uh, Jen, we get a show. He's logged in. Not all the time. Uh, Good morning, ass family. Arn, you feeling better, my dude? Yes, starting to. Cowboys Girl says, good morning, ass family. Bratty Kid, ladies and gentlemen, the one, the only. Bratty Kid. There you go. There's our special entry today. Uh, I hope that you have a spectacular today, uh, day today. Uh, my song when I'm about to step out on the weekends. All right. Andrew says, happy day after hump day. Hope you're feeling better, Arnie. Yeah, that text you just sent me with the picture of Rosa Parks. Okay, so you have to imagine this. I hope you put this up on the Superfans page. It's one of those bus advertisements, and it's on the very back of the bus, and it's Rosa Parks. Rosa Parks is back in the back of the bus. What the fuck is wrong with that ad? Did they not see the comedy there? That they have a, a, a poster of Rosa Parks on the back of the bus? That's genius, whoever came up with that. Uh, let's see. Hey, Rise, good morning to you in Oklahoma today. Uh, Brad says, God, that's bad, and good morning. Uh, oh, I just gagged a bit. There you go. Uh, all right, so we've gotten through there. A uh, few quick things. Um, COVID numbers, I know, I know this is going to blow your mind. In states like New Jersey, Maryland, New York, Michigan, Georgia, Florida, and Connecticut, Oh, the cases are completely decreasing. What? They're going down? They say that only 23 states have COVID cases double over the past two weeks. More than 40 were recording 10% changes. 
Only eight states have cases changes over 200%. Tennessee is the leader in COVID mortality rate, and Rhode Island holds its longtime lead of infection rate. So there you go. If you don't want COVID, don't go to Rhode Island. If you don't want to die from COVID, don't go to Tennessee. And whatever you do, don't let your kids sit down and watch this propaganda. We're going to get it soon, and then we can play. Yay! I'm so excited. We will get to play together when it's done. The shot. We will get to play together when it's done. The shot. We will get to play together. We will get to play together. We will get to play together when it's done. The shot. They made that and they played that for children. Now, I don't know if you if you're familiar with a guy named Joseph Goebbels. You know, he was the main guy in charge of propaganda during the Nazis, and they did stuff like this for children. We're going to get it soon, and then we can play. Yay! I'm so excited. We will get to play together when it's done. The shot. We will get to play together when it's done. The shot. We will get to play together. We will get to play together. We will get to play together when it's done. The The shot. Now, now if you gagged on the Philadelphia thing, I hope that you gagged equally as much during that. That right there, uh, to me, there's nothing lower than trying to appeal to children to get to their parents. That, 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 that to me is the ultimate low. And the Nazis did it, and look and behold, I, and I bet you anything, bet you dollars to donuts, Joe Ryden wrote the words to that. Well, let's see, uh, I'll come up with something around, she's coming around the mountain. God almighty. That's disgusting. Andrew says, blatant uh, manipulation of children. This grinds my gears so bad, and I don't even have kids. Wow, that's such propaganda. Yes, yes, it is. And, and, and isn't it funny? Isn't it funny? Just one day ago, 24 hours ago, I was talking at this very time about how The View was saying if Republicans get in charge, they're going to they 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 they're going to make us shut up. They're they're not going to tell no no. See, you're that party. Like it or not, Joy Behar and all the cackling hens on the View, you are all a part of the Nazi program. Playing songs like that to get kids to take the shot, that's horrific, man. That's what they do in Russia. And by the way, your media right now is censoring your current media that's out there into well, with the greatest U.S. president of all time, Joe Biden. Watching Joe Biden yesterday was watching a comedy show. He's such a shit show. Well, I'm glad you bring that up because we do have to talk about that. Uh, his his press conference that he had yesterday, the first one he's had since most of 2021, uh, it's being called by a lot of people across both parties as a, quote, total disaster. Good morning, Alicia. 
That's never good when a president's speech is recognized by both sides as a, quote, total disaster. Did, did everybody get that? It's a total disaster. president was criticized throughout his long remarks on issues related to Russian aggression towards Ukraine. His claims that he's outperformed expectations. <laughs> oh, my God. His outburst towards a reporter and even more. Russia-Ukraine minor incursion is what he's calling it. Biden said that while he believes an invasion is imminent, the U.S. is prepared to impose significant economic consequences. What are significant economic consequences to Russia? I'd like to know. Honestly, it sounds good, but it doesn't. Because they've already seen, uh, what's this here? Significant economic consequences when we killed communism, yet they're still here. These people that live over there, let me just tell you a little bit about them. They have a little bit of thing called resilience to them. Some of them survived a nuclear meltdown in Chernobyl. Oh, but man, we're going to tax the shit out of your strawberries. I, 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 seriously. What is economic consequences to Russia, who's one of the richer countries now? I'm seeing more establishment media starting to break away and criticize Joe. I see a storm of brewing. It's it's been happening slowly but surely. It's happening. It hasn't. It the the walls haven't come all the way down yet. You're seeing it in bits and pieces, and they're allowing it to happen. It will happen though. Oh, I, I'm telling you, it's going to happen, and it's going to be ugly. Talking about the percentage of school closed due to COVID, he was so rude to the reporter. I guess he's, let, let's see, I didn't watch any of the speech because he's just an asshole. Let's see, I, I, I want to get to this. Uh, Biden loses cool on a reporter. Uh, press conference got heated when Biden yelled at Real Clear Politics correspondent Philip Wegman to go back and read what I said. Go back and read what I said, he yells in response, beginning to ask a mild question about Biden's comparison of political opponents to racist, then reiterates the thing that got everyone mad. Holy wow, is this weird, senior editor said. Biden is now yelling at Phil Wegman over his own use of Bull Connor and George Wallace. Wow. I, fuck. Do they, is that anywhere in here? Oh, I'd love to see that. Let, let, let's see. Let's Google. Uh, Google uh, Biden speech. What was yesterday? 19th. Holy shit. He spoke for an hour and 52 minutes. Good God. Let's see if this has it. 
419. I didn't overpromise. Yeah, you kind of did there, jerk off. Let's see. Is this it? Dun, 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 dun. Tomorrow will mark uh, one year since I took office. It's been a year of challenges, but it's also been a year of enormous progress. Really? We went from 2 million people being vaccinated at the moment I was sworn in to 210 million Americans being fully vaccinated. Yeah, because you threatened to take today. their jobs away from them. We created 6 million new by the jobs. Way, by the way, hey, 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 Dickhole, the day you were inaugurated, 2 million people, it just came out the week before. You didn't do anything. It's been out for a fucking year now, dickhead. One year than any time before. Unemployment dropped. The unemployment rate dropped to 3.9%. Child poverty dropped by nearly 40%, the biggest drop ever in American history. Still, for all this progress, I know there's a lot of frustration. Yep, because you're an idiot. In this country. And we know why. Because you're an COVID-19. idiot. No, no. Has, has now been challenging us in a way that... So, here's what we're going to do. I can't, I can't take this guy serious. I, I honestly can't. Like, I know it's important for me to watch speeches and stuff. I can't watch this moron. This guy is so dangerous. This guy is so dumb. This guy is so dementia-riddled. You, you hear what he says, and you just go, what the fuck did he just say? I mean, honestly, it's like his speeches are just my, my recordings of going, How could I be the president of the United States of America? You only arrest for the purpose of dealing with a felony that's committed, and I don't count drunk driving as a felony. Let's go, Brandon. I agree. Last week, President Harris and I stood in the United States Capitol. My mom says, I watch him and can't believe he's the president. I, right? Uh, Buenos dias, familia. Whew, for a few moments there, I thought Arnie took a glass of insurance and joined AARP. Not yet. He's spewed bullshit for an hour and 52 minutes. He's going downhill fast. Today is only the one-year anniversary of his inauguration. It feels like four. I damn, it feels like he's in his second term for me. I was saying the whole time, what the fuck is he talking about? I, I mean, I love it when, when, when Joe 2.0, and that's what they're calling him now, Joe 2.0 comes out. And it's tough, Joe Biden. There's nothing better. Like, nothing makes my day more now than seeing rough and ready Joe Biden come out. Like, when he, remember when he was on the campaign trail and he got in a couple guys' faces? Really, old man, what are you going to do? You going to show your Scranton power? Yeah, I don't think so. Joe also, Joe also thinks it's not a felony to do crack with hookers and leave a laptop with incriminating evidence. No, no, and he passed that thought, that process down to his son. Oh, I guess last night was a planned thing to burst out of the gate in 2021 since he's been hiding since 2020. Oh, you know he had to talk his handlers into that. Because his handlers were doing good. Shit, they got... Whoever got this guy elected... And, and let, let's take the, the hootenanny out of the whole election, okay? You got to give credit to the team that was behind 
getting Joe Biden elected. I I know the numbers are are, are we're, we're all shaking our head at the number, but you got to think that person right there, if they can get Joe Biden elected, they can get almost anybody elected. I mean, oh my God! <laughs> Correction, it's Parmesan. Uh. Wednesday's afternoon's East press conference is emblematic of a White House attempting to reconstruct itself, they say. By the way, you're not going to. America will not let you. See, I heard about all this stuff. I've been reading about this Joe 2.0 for a couple weeks now. Last night, I wanted him to come out with dyed hair. I I wanted this to be like, like he hits a midlife crisis. He rolls up to the press conference in, in, in a convertible. Maybe he's switching things up and has a pair of Oakleys on now instead of his aviators. Got him a cool muscle shirt on. Gets out. His hair is dark and slick back. Either that or he rolls in. Bumping a whole lot of bass on some 22s. He gets out and he's got a fucking track suit on and they've dreaded his hair up. Joe Biden in dreads. That would make America great right there. He rolls up and says, it's Joey, bitch. If the people who put both Trump and Biden work together, they could conquer the world. They could probably talk Putin into retiring and to a gardening position at a monastery. No shit. The people that got Trump and Biden elected, they could fucking get peace in the Middle East. Hell, China might fucking look into Christianity if they had those people behind them. It, to me, this is hysterical. Uh, like, I, I'm looking at this, and he's blaming COVID on a day where they, they're starting, the numbers are decreasing already in America, yet he goes out there and doubles down on it's COVID. Sir, it's not COVID. It's you. Nobody likes you. Nobody trusts you. That's a real problem. Not even your own party trusts you anymore. Bust out of the gate, more like stumbles out, trip on a banana peel, knock over the Statue of Liberty, ruin the economy, not even going to pile, not even Gomer Pyle could fuck up as much as Joe. Oh, come on now, Gomer. Surprise, surprise, surprise. When when Gomer Pyle heard about the pipeline closing down. Golly. That's a bad idea, Mr. President. Forty-seven percent of voters think he's making inflation worse, with only twenty-eight percent of people saying he's not making a difference. So that brings us to a let's see, that's five, five, six, seven. Seventy-five percent of people, seventy-five percent of voters don't think he's doing enough with inflation. That's a problem. Just imagine the intellectual intellectual gas tank of Gomer Pyle, Forrest Gump getting together. And then there's Joe. And Joe's the dumb one. 
Have you seen the SNL skit with cool 2008 Joe talking to 2021 Sleepy Joe? Uh, is that the one with Pete Davidson? I, I saw parts of it. Uh, just it, It's bad when they start. Like Saturday Night Live is starting to make fun of him. And they, they protected him like there's no tomorrow. I mean, they got Jim Carrey to come in and play him. And they didn't make fun of him too much. And they're not because they give him a cool image from 2008. By the way, he was not cool in 2008. Joe Biden has never been cool. Joe Biden will never be cool. Not even when he was working and hanging out with his main dude there, Corn Pop. Corn Pop was a bad dude. See, I think he and Corn Pop ran the neighborhood together. I, I think when it happened is Corn Pop was, was biting off more than he could chew at the pool, and that's Joey's cat. And that, that, that's his turf. And that's when they got together that night. And Joe's like, yo, man, hey, hey, bro. Hey, this is my turf. I don't go onto your turf and tell you how to hit your hose. Oh, yeah, shooting up the afternoon. Had to. Sorry about that. I was having a rough start to the morning breathing-wise. This is what Joe Biden 2.0 should do. It's very, very simple. Resign. That's it. That's all you have to do. If you want to make America better, resign. Have Kamala, resign. Have Pelosi, resign. It was that special night. He and Corn Pop had a summit, and Joe discovered his love of Big Black Cock, or BBC for short. It's no longer just a British broadcasting company. And, you know, here's the thing. He didn't even say anything yesterday that will make Americans feel better. He just pretty much doubled down on everything that he's doing and has been a failure at. I know I can't be the only one who sees this. Man, I tell you what, I I bet you, I bet you that whatever day it is, I hope it's not January 21st, fucking 2024. I, I really hope it's not that long. But I I do really, really hope that the day he leaves office, we see gas prices, like, lower by a dollar. It's the first thing the next president's going to do, unless there's some kind of asshole hippie Democrat, is they're going to get rid of everything that Joe signed and open that shit back up. I don't know that for sure, but... I do believe it will happen. Now, we got to move to something that we have been following. And I got to say, congratulations, sort of. Oh, wait. Oh, back to the Biden thing. We don't need that story anymore. Um, the NCAA came out last night, yesterday, and decided to rule on transgender athletes. Now, this is all... 
all due to that swimmer at the University of Pennsylvania named Leah Thomas. She's come out. She's won a bunch of races. She's set some records, even though she was a man last year. And she's been off the, the, the treatments or whatever. I mean, she's been without testosterone for a year. Uh, it announced, the NCAA announced yesterday, the new approach to allowing transgender athletes will follow a sport-by-sport model similarly adopted by the U.S. and International Olympic Committees. The NCAA came out and said, We are steadfast in our support of transgender student-athletes and the fostering of fairness across college sports. A new policy is effective immediately. The Board of Governors voted to pass new policy as it preserves opportunity for transgender student-athletes while balancing fairness, inclusion, and safety for all those who compete. What'd they say about this broad or this thing? Uh-huh. Uh, okay. Uh, Ivy League national record. Uh, she was on the men's team for the first three years but started the Quakers women's team this season. Her success this year ignited criticism over allowing transgender women to compete against biological females. Ah, USA Swimming will now govern NCAA policies, which follow the International Olympic Committee, IOC rule, trans females must be demonstrated total testosterone level and serum below 10 for at least 12 months prior to competition and remain below the threshold. How about this? How about instead of fucking putting numbers and everything by there, we just do a simple test. We look at you and go, no. Uh Uh-uh. Dude, you're still built like a brick shithouse. You're built like a college male swimmer. And all college male swimmers are going to beat all female swimmers. This is, I, I mean, like, like, this is the movie Idiocracy. Everybody wanted to go back and say Idiocracy in 1984 was happening between 2016 and 2020. Boy, were they fucking wrong about that. We're allowing transgendered men to beat women in school competitions. And it's been going on now for the last two or three years, and I have had it. When can somebody come out and say enough is enough? This lady at the University of Pennsylvania has an outright advantage over the other girls on her team and in the, in, in the conference. I like that stink fist. You have a simple question. Have you ever had a dick? Oh, you have? All right, well, you cannot compete against the females. Sorry. They should just have trans athletes events in the Olympics. Instead of a medal, you get, and it's it. They need to to go either go a men or have their own league. We can make a movie about it and even call it League of Their Own. And we can cast Rosie O'Donnell even. Look, I, I understand that they, 
and and we're watching this story because it is important to me because sports are important to me. They are really doing their best to make this Leah Thompson person or whatever the fucking swimmer's name is. They're trying to make them the next Rudy. They want a sports movie off there. I'm glad somebody just saw that. Who who said that? The the movie Special Kale. That's what they want. They want to show this person as a trailblazer. They're not. I mean, they they're not really. They're winning events and things like that, but no, we we all know that they shouldn't be there. Now, now, if they want to have their own trans swimming league, then you go right ahead. Because yet, I have still yet to see where it says anywhere it's okay for a woman to transition into a guy and then join a guy sport. Nobody's talking about that because a nobody everybody knows what'll happen. But B, why is that not the rule too? Because it's not. Oh, no, it, it just mentions men transitioning into women. Nothing the other way. When you look at it, you go, whoa, wait a second. Hold on. They're not. What, huh? We all know why. We, we, we all know that why the women couldn't beat the men. That, that's just plain and simple. But why aren't they letting women join men's teams? Matt Walsh went on Dr. Phil and talked to some trans people and proposed the question, what is a woman? Trans people can't define it because it destroys the narrative. Yes, it does. Women who transition to men still compete with women. Why is that? Right? My friend's son, who's in middle school, got slapped last week across the face by a trans male. So female wanting to be male. I told her, I hope he punched that bitch in the face and and said, you want to act like a man? You're going to be treated like a man. Well, here's your first lesson, you bitch. Boy, that, that one right there is tough. Now, look, we, we can all sit here and we can, we can analyze this. I, I'm glad you brought that up, Alicia. If a girl who's transitioning into a boy slaps or punches another boy, well, look, we can all we can all sing kumbaya and say violence is never the answer. But we know what happens when little boys get together; they throw fists. Now, I don't know how old these kids are. Middle school? I'll just tell you right now, they're throwing bones. And, and right now, you, you have to be careful because you really can't beat that kid up. You can't beat it up for a number of reasons. Here's number one reason. Code of the locker room. You can't beat up a girl. You just can't. In the eyes of all those 7th and 8th graders there, this is still a girl. Everybody knows she ain't a boy. Everybody knows she ain't got no wiener. Everybody knows who she is. If they're in middle school, they've been in school together for a while. So, A, you can't beat up a girl. Secondly, the more grown-up part of it is, you beat up a transgender kid in junior high, and your life is ruined. You can't. 
because this kid's protected. They're a better class than we are. They're treated that way. We can make fun of fucking races. We can make fun of certain sexes. Boy, but, man, you say one bad thing about transgenders. I mean, look what they did to Patton Oswalt last week. Patton Oswalt, it was two weeks ago, took a picture with Dave Chappelle after New Year's Eve. He and Dave Chappelle started fucking comedy together. He's known Dave Chappelle for over 30 years, and he took a picture with him, and people wanted to cancel Patton Oswalt because he's friends with Dave Chappelle over the whole Netflix thing. Huh? You, you can't even be friends with him anymore? That's not a tough fucking one for me. I've told my boys to light that fucker up. Awesome. Uh, It's fucking 2022, equal rights and lefts. Okay. Good, 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 good. That would be a no-brainer for me. I'd I'd pull Arnie Jr. into the room by himself where Mama wasn't around and say, Hey, I don't know how you're going to do this, but you need to whoop that little girl's ass who thinks she's a boy. You, you, you've got to, because you, you don't want to be the kid that got beat up by the training. Do it somewhere quiet where there ain't a lot of people to see it. Just whoop that ass. And then deny, deny, deny. Because you and I never had this conversation, son. Here, here's some brass knuckles. Oh, I look, Douglas, I agree with this because I left that part out. Douglas says, Patton Oswalt is a fucking bitch, and he threw Dave under the bus. I like the Babylon story with Dave apologizing, proposing with a picture with an unfunny friend. Yeah, Patton Oswalt did. He, he fell on the sword. And, man, Patton, I, I, I had a lot of respect for Patton Oswalt. Everything he had been through with his wife and all that kind of stuff. Yeah, let me just say it now. Fuck you, Patton Oswalt. You can, you you cannot throw your friend under the bus the way you did. Mm-mm. Nope. Give that roll that boy a roll of dimes and a tennis racket after beating up the girl boy. He's got a career managing wrestlers. <laughs> oh, all right. So now, speaking of staying in the NCAA, I know we talked about this just the other day, how the president of the University of Michigan just recently stepped down, and I told you about a show that I watched on HBO Real Sports about all the the sexual misconduct that was going on at the University of Michigan through a doctor, and he he would, you know, grope young men from the football team in there. And a guy was living on the president of the University of Michigan's lawn in his front yard. He was living there because he wanted to talk to the president because there was a lawsuit out there about all these men who were sexually assaulted at the University of Michigan. This in response to all the young ladies that were sexually assaulted by doctors at Michigan State. Well, the University of Michigan yesterday agreed to a $490 million settlement 
with more than a thousand people who say they were sexually assaulted by a former sports doctor. Hmm. Isn't it strange? President of the university steps down one day, and then two days later they announce all this money is going to these kids that were touched. Dr. Robert Anderson allegedly sexually abused hundreds of students, many male athletes during exams over his 40-year career at the University of Michigan. A report hire, uh, by firm hired by the school determined the staff missed many opportunities to stop him over his 37-year career. A lot of people, and this angers Michigan fans and Michigan alumni a lot. They think that former head football coach Bo Schimbeckler could have put a stop to all of this, and he didn't. He pulled a paterno. Interesting. Wow. (laughs) 40 years, no wonder you have to look at assholes and wedding tackles for 40 years. You're going to lose your mind. Special Kale says, hopefully Harbaugh is going bye-bye. The rumors are he's going to get signed to an NFL job. I don't understand why that happens. I mean, he had one good season in Michigan so far. So far, he's had one good season, and a good season means he beat Ohio State. I Look, look, I would be shocked to see him leave, but I won't be shocked to see him leave. I'm shocked on the one hand that, to me, he's not that coach anymore. But I get it. The league is different now. The NFL is different. Hiring all these guys that can't win conferences in college. And lo and behold, they can't win their playoff games either. Hashtag Cliff Kingsbury. Big talk here in Dallas was that Mike McCarthy's on the hot seat. We got Lake Tahoe Joe Murphy coming up here uh, in just a little bit. We got to talk about the NFL playoffs this weekend. But, uh, yeah, I, I, I can't see Harbaugh. I'll, I'll ask him about Harbaugh. Harbaugh has never stayed in one place too long. San Diego, Stanford, Niners, Michigan. A few years, and he moves on. I think that, that his time in San Francisco, they moved him on a little too quick. Ask me, though. I, I, I think they went a little quick with that because he did take him to a Super Bowl. Granted, they didn't win, but he did take them to a Super Bowl. Uh, Remember what I was telling you last week. Hunger strike day six escalates. Action arrested on the U.S. Capitol steps. Yeah, at the very bottom of the steps because them kids are too goddamn hungry to to, to take all them steps. Dozens of activists were arrested after leaving or refusing to leave the U.S. Capitol steps. They were saying, this is our house. This is civil disobedience. If you haven't figured it out yet, don't fuck with the cops in D.C. now. You want to have your little protest? You want to do all your stuff? You better listen to them cops there. 
They ain't afraid to put a cap in somebody's motherfucking ass. Uh, McCarthy won't win the Super Bowl for the Cowboys. Yeah, I know. It's never been done. A guy's never won a Super Bowl trophy with another team. Or if it's been done, it's only been done once. And I don't think Andy Reid did it. Andy Reid won with the Chiefs. He never won one with anybody else. Had nothing to do with his winning in San Francisco, whose balls were bigger between him and front office. Jed York learned his lesson about picking the wrong person. Packers. Oh, I McCarthy's won a Super Bowl before. I knew it was with the Packers. Yeah, I knew he won. Yeah, he, fuck, he won the, the one with the Packers here in Dallas. Uh, but no coach has ever won with two different teams. So all odds are against him right now. That, that, that's a given. The odds are against him. We'll see. But, yeah, the hunger strike continues, these idiots. I, I don't know. What do they want? Do they want voting shit? I, I, freedom to vote. I, you know what? I don't know about y'all. Let, let, let's, just, let's just stay here for a second. Uh, this idea that, that simply having an ID to vote, simply using your ID to vote is, is too hard for people to, to gather onto, then you know what? Here's the deal. You don't get to vote. If you think it's too hard to show an ID, and it doesn't have to be, it, it doesn't even have to be a driver's license. It can be a state ID. The idea that that's just too hard for people to do, then you know what? You don't get to vote. Sorry. Just don't. The odds are against him because his clock management is dog shit. Amen to that. Put that on him and his quarterback. You know, this is the thing that pisses me off about the NFL watching it. Um, the last two quarterbacks the Cowboys have. Do you know why they get sacked so much? I'm going to tell you why. You, you ready? You ready? They wait until the play clock gets down to one, and then they snap the ball. Okay, you have, what, 30 seconds, 40 seconds to snap the ball in between plays? And they take it down to either two or one every single play. Now, if you continue to do that, the defense will understand, and they just sit back and wait until two and go. You have to change that shit up. Don't always go with one second left in the playcock. Thank you, Brett. Yes, I, I'm feeling better today. Uh huh. Let's see. What do I have? Mm. Okay, we can delete that one. that one out. Delete that one. Okay. Oh, yeah. We'll play those and then one more. Hold on a second here. What goes with that? And then we'll do that one. Okay. I'm just trying to figure stuff out here. Nothing to see here. Ooh, that's a good one. That's a perfect one for in there. Boom. That's not actually that good there. 
All right. The truth is that people who can lawfully vote are not getting suppressed from voting. The only people that would be prevented are votes are people who already voted or are legally allowed to vote. The Dems just want to be able to rig each election. Yep. If he had just snapped the ball and threw the pass, this wouldn't have been an issue. I see every game where the refs give the offense extra second to snap the ball when they run a play. Well, it's down to that. Look, look, I'm just bringing up a bigger point. Because the Cowboys never, ever do that. All right. Uh, let's see. I'm going to take a quick break. Well, we're going to take a break. We'll come back because I have to go to the bathroom. Oof. Yikes. Uh, 775-357-FANS, ArnieRadio1 at gmail.com.
Radio.com. Ready, get set, go! The Artie State Show. Right now. Now. Call 775-357-FANS or 775-376-EZEZ. Jesus Christ. Wow. Man, as soon as I got in there, I strangled my damn toilet. They might charge me. Boy, I tried to force feed something down that toilet that did, didn't want to eat. It ate it, though. Man, oh, man. I feel like I'm going to float out of this chair. I'm no longer weighed down. Good God. Uh, we were in the middle of the first break there, and then I got called away on an accident. Uh, I didn't have an accident, thank God, because that would have been a messy one. Uh, we will have Lake Tahoe Joe Murphy coming up here in just a little bit. I can't go to him yet because it's too early. Uh, what I will continue is the first break. We were talking about voter ID and stuff like that. This is how dumb it's gotten around the country. The Transportation Safety Administration, the TSA, the morons that make you take your shoes off, that make you take your belt off, that make you put your computer in a whole separate box. Wait till you hear how they are faced with people with no IDs. This is what is wrong with America. In a letter obtained by this reporting, TSA is committed to ensuring that all travelers, regardless of immigration status, are pre-screened before they arrive at the airport, have their pre-screening status and identification verified at security checkpoints, and receive appropriate screening based on risk before entering the sterile area of the airport. Now, how do they get to that? Well, let me explain it to you. Illegal aliens, or I'm sorry, illegal immigrants, are allowed to use arrest warrants and warrants of removal deportation as ID to board a flight. Two pounds? Shit. Uh-uh, that was more like 16 or 17. That, that, that one took it out of me there. The voting rights bill includes third-party companies that can pick up your ballot and take it to the polling station. What could go wrong? Yeah, I don't know why the police don't do that with evidence. They don't just call up an Uber and say, hey, take this to the police station. There is a chain of command, and I do believe we need a chain of command when it comes to votes in this country. But what the fuck? We don't even care anymore. We're allowing them to show arrest warrants at the airport if you don't have an ID. You have a warrant for your arrest, and you're showing it to someone who works in some sort of security manner. Now, if illegals were so goddamn stupid to actually do this, and we had one sharp person in office or, or anywhere in the world, Oh, oh, you got a warrant out here? I have to take you to the special screening room. Boom, that special screening room is a jail because they have a warrant for their arrest. You don't let them use a warrant as ID.
Did you say they can use arrest warrants as ID to board flights? That's exactly what I just said. Here's here here's the story that Douglas sent me yesterday, and I appreciate it, Douglas. I'll share it with everybody. How how fucked up is that? We're so fucked up now that we're going to allow them to use that. That that fucking perfect. Perfect idea. What 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 a great idea, America. By the way, Starbucks announced yesterday that they are nixing, they are getting rid of their vaccine mandate now at their at their company. They say that they're going to listen to the Supreme Court and they're going to do what the Supreme Court says to do. So now if you work at Starbucks, you do not have to get vaccinated. Well, that sucks for that person that, w- that got vaccinated just to keep their job. Wait, wait, wait a second. I got the vaccine so I can keep my job. Now what? That's the upset of the year so far. Yeah, I, I, I'm, I'm, I was completely surprised at that. They are still encouraging their workers to get vaccinated and get the boosters, but they are not mandating it now. And for such a liberal company to do that, I, I, I see that as only progress. Starbucks might get more business from me, maybe. It ain't going to get any more business from me because, well, first of all, I don't like coffee, so. I may stop my boycott of Starbucks, but them having that BLM work attire really made me not want to want their overpriced coffee. Special Kale says, fuck Starbucks. Douglas says, pizza is better. Uh, don't, let's not get in the coffee debates. Everybody's coffee is good. In the words of Michael Jordan, Republicans buy coffee too. Exacto mundo. Why can't I? Thank you, Ogre, for bringing up Michael Jordan. Why can't we go back to a time where athletes were so like Michael Jordan? They were athletes and they were pitchmen. That was all they did, that was their jobs. It wasn't their job to get us to vote. Wasn't our job they, their job to get us to do out and do civil projects? No, it was their job to score a lot of points in games and then peddle merchandise. Carhartt doubled down on their mandates for employees. That's sad to hear. But I'm very happy that Starbucks did this. We'll see if other companies follow them up. I hope they do. I'm, I'm sad to hear that about Carhartt. I thought they were like an American company for American people. Well, Jordan could win. LeBron can win consistently, so he opened his mouth. Uh, I found this story yesterday. I, I, both these stories are just stupid. You could live on a cruise ship for less. This new vessel is now... A, you could buy an apartment on a on a boat for two hundred and sixty eight thousand pounds. Could you live it? Yeah, I don't know. It, the ship is called the Utopia. Some some residents cost it in the millions of dollars, but a lot of them are are reasonably priced, if you will, for living on a boat. 
I don't think I could do it. There's a 10,000 book library. Woo. <laughs> Is this real estate person from 1936? Who, who, who boasts anything about a library? I have a trillion book library at the tip of my fingers. It's called the internet. Who the fuck tries to sell fucking property based on the proximity of a fucking library? Well, we have a 10,000 book library. Whoa, 10,000 whole books? You don't say. Let me just grab my Kindle. Look at there, I've got 15,000 books in it. Hold on, let me open my computer. And I am I, I have I, I I'm able to buy any book ever made. Or possibly just read it because that's all they do in libraries is read. What 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 else is included here? Three pools, a spa, a cinema, and twenty bars and restaurants. Start with the bars and restaurants. The ten thousand book library? I wish Roy was listening. If my main man Roy was listening, I could ask him this question. How many clients have ever asked you? I want to know. From a real estate person's point of view, how many people have asked the proximity of a library? Oh, the ship isn't to yourself. They got, they're planning on a bunch of people living on this thing. Five hundred and forty-seven people live on the boat. Uh, Seven hundred and forty feet long. Hmm. You have a twelve-year lease, a twenty-four-year lease. Owners can rent out the properties to make some of their money back. The ship will be all-inclusive, but residents will be charged a living fee to cover expenses such as maintenance, food, between sixty-five dollars and $200,000 per unit. What's a pirate's favorite letter? C. Ha, 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 ha. Bet you thought I was going to say R, but it's C. <laughs> and next to our beautiful library is a blockbuster video store. Where's the consignment store? <laughs> That's all you need. Excuse me. Excuse me. Is there a yarn barn on this boat? <laughs> oh, man. Uh, excuse me. Is the yarn barn and the dress barn in the same part of the boat? Oh, it's over by the library. Okay, thank you so much. The travel agency next door to that, next to a cobblestone. There's an old cobbler. How about a bunch of land? Yeah, they've got a bunch. They they've got a bank of uh, a fucking bank of payphones there. This is the worst idea I've ever heard. 
living on a boat with a fucking library, a 10,000-book library. Uh, By the way, yesterday in Texas, Frank DeLone Jr., 17, was charged in the connection with the murder of his 16-year-old girlfriend, who he shot 22 times. And Tower Records will comp your parking. <laughs> now, see, I, I, I miss Tower Records. I miss record stores. There is one thing that I could get back, it would be record stores. Because I could go to a record store on a Friday night and spend two or three hours in there. I love that. Uh, all right, let's see. Um, let, me, let me send Joe a text. Uh, let's see, Joe. Call in eight minutes. Okay. Told you I'd call him in eight minutes. Uh, is Dimple still in Sacramento area? We have Jack and shit here. Uh, one, and I mean one UCD store, and they have less than me. No, I think all the Dimples are closed. <laughs> Miller's Outpost is having a BOGO. (laughs) Great Britain's upper class yesterday passed a bill to make misogyny a hate crime. Now, what is going to be considered misogyny? Some women consider, consider it to be misogynistic if you open a door for them. So am I to understand that if misogyny is now a hate crime, if I open the door for some feminazi broad to walk in, she can citizens arrest me and I will be charged with a hate crime? As a society, blimey, we have rightly taken steps to acknowledge the severity of racist and homophobic crimes. I'm doing more of Australia there but have not yet acted on crimes driven by the hatred of women. Well, what is the hatred of women? Is that beating women? Well, we should put them in jail for that right there. Whistling at them? I can't say say if you whistle at a gal, that's a hate crime. It might be offensive, but it's not a hate crime. Good for you, Great Britain, you fucking idiots. Take off your coat, put it on a puddle so she can walk across. Hate crime. You walk on the outside part of her on the street. Hate crime. You ask her how her day was. Hate crime. If you're transitioning to a man... Are you no longer under the uh, aegis of protection from misogyny? I don't think so. I think your ugliness will save you from any misogyny, though. This attack on masculinity is a huge reason why men and boys are twice as likely to commit suicide. Douglas, uh, I haven't seen that stat, but I would would definitely agree with it. Men are no longer allowed to be men. Now, by me saying that, men are... Awful human beings. They're awful creatures. Men are terrible. I'm a man. We do things differently. Look, look, if I was a female podcaster, there is no way in hell I would talk about how big that shit was I just took. 
Okay, that, that's a big difference between the two of us. And being a gentleman, being raised the right way, does, does not make you a misogynistic pig. Getting the door for ladies, pulling out their chair, helping them with their coat on, walking on the outside part of the street, pumping their gas. This is what men do. And it's a gentlemanly thing. It's not. We're not saying that you can't do it. We're just saying, let us do it for you. And we laugh at North Korea banning uh, effeminate men's activities like listening to that BTS crap. No shit. Maybe they are. Maybe Kim Jong Un is onto something there. Let's man our men up, shall we? Tired of this world where men are fucking looked at and, and frowned upon. For just being that, a man. So stupid. So goddamn dumb. Uh, All right, so now we got through all the first break stories. Thank God, finally. I would take a break here, but I just took a break, so I'm not going to take another break. Uh, What we'll do is we will call Joe. Wait, hold on. i got to get this guy's story here. Uh, Up and out. And then, like this, we'll go here. Born to sing. That's the uh, the the K-pop, the Korean pop. It's all that 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 new music. Okay, let's go to football, shall we? We'll go to scores, and now we will call Joe. Let's see. Calling, there we go. Call Murph, there we go. Calling him up. Good to go. Make sure Joe answers. Two rings. Uh oh. Where is Joe? Hello. Hey, the one and only Lake Tahoe Joe Murphy. I am up and at him. You are up and at him. How are you, my friend? I am feeling good. Yeah, yeah, you're feeling good? You're doing good? Oh, yeah, doing great. Doing great on my beach body diet. Yeah. Day, day 34, feeling nice. great. Nice. Yeah. So, you know, Joe, we don't have a whole lot of games this weekend. And and people right. people find you entertaining. So I have these these cool cool books that I usually have when I have guests on the show. So how about if we ask you some random questions about Joe? Okay, that sounds great. Um, let's see. Uh, do you always wear identical socks? Of course. Do you now? There's yeah. Not a, there's not a time that you, you let, like, one brown and one blue go? Uh, they've been maybe a different tone, but very rare. You know, maybe when I had to scramble, you know, or okay. something. Okay, all right. Pull it together quick. What do you think most people take for granted? Um, that's a good question. What do most people take for granted? Um, I think, uh, boy, I, I think other people, that, you know, people in their lives that, uh, you know, that if they were gone the next day or something, it really hit them. Like, wow, you know, I really... That guy really meant a lot to me. She really meant a lot to me. I, I really, 
uh, now that they're gone, I, I, I realize what a, you know how nice it was to have them in my life. Okay, I, I I can see that. I can see that. Okay, now, would you rather eat thirty cigarette butts that you find lying on a beach, or eat five pounds of wet leaves that you find on the ground after a thunderstorm? I gotta go with the leaves. Gotta yeah. go with the leaves. Yeah, the, the, yeah. The, 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 that that cigarette one that just doesn't sound that good. No, no, no. Yeah, because uh, you know somebody's been sucking on those. Yeah, things. yeah, that's bad. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Just a couple quick more. Uh, real it's quick. Uh, would you rather bite the head off a live gopher or thoroughly lick a cat's butt? I gotta go with the cat butt. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Is there yeah, any reasoning? Yeah, I, I, well, the cat, you know, at least he's walking away from that. That that poor gopher, he may have a family at home, you know, that he's trying to take care of. You know, I don't want to. I'm not a, not a home wrecker, for God's sake. Good, 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 good. Uh, here, here you go. Last one. What is your most favorite song? My most favorite song? Yes. Oh boy, that's a tough one. I, I like, I, you know, I love music. I was just jockeying, you know, for years on the radio too. Um, I'm gonna have to say, oh uh, boy, I, I love a, I love a lot of REM, you know. Uh, but uh, but uh, I've always, I've always loved the song "New Year's Day" by U2. Okay, all right, that's a yeah. good song. Great group. I, I love U2. Uh, great yeah, band. yeah. I've seen them in concert, yeah, and they're phenomenal in concert. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I've seen them like three or four times. They are phenomenal. Uh, all right, well, we'll move on to sports now. Just a way that everybody can get to know Lake Tahoe Joe Murphy a little more. Okay, yeah, that's nice. I, like I want it. everyone to know me. Yes, and, and we'll continue with the questions. I've got plenty of questions, so uh, we'll continue with those in the upcoming weeks. Did okay. You, did you see the story about defensive tackle Malik McDowell for the Browns? I don't know if I saw that or not. No. Uh, well, you would have you would have remembered it because he was naked writhing on the ground when he was fighting with police. Okay. Um, um that, yeah. that that yeah that uh, he was uh, now was he off his meds or something? Uh, let's see. He was arrested in Deerfield Beach. Police accused him of a violent attack on a deputy that left the officer dazed. Once again, he was naked in public. Right. Um, yeah. It doesn't say what started it all or anything, but, you know, when you got a big defensive tackle lying naked in the middle of the street, you got to figure something's off. Yeah, yeah, something, something's off. Uh, um, you know, I mean, at least, uh, you know, uh, what was it, uh, Antonio Brown? At least he just took his shirt off. Right, right. Yeah, this guy was naked. We, we had a – uh, a Nebraska kid that was uh, went off his meds years ago. He was running naked through the streets of Omaha uh, years ago. So I don't. Know, maybe these kids are getting. Maybe these kids are getting hit in the head too much or something. I don't know. Yeah, I don't that's, know. Yeah, but you know, that's, not, that's, not, not good news for the Browns yesterday. They didn't have a great day yesterday. No, they didn't have a good year either. <laughs> hey, let, let, let me ask you: on college football teams, I have a, I have a, a, a suspicion. This is just my own thought process. 
is that every team needs to have one bad dude on it. And I always yeah. refer to the bad dude as Lawrence Phillips. No offense. But no, Lawrence, no. Lawrence Phillips was a football playing machine, and he was also one bad motherfucker. Oh, yeah. That guy was a beast. I mean, he was a beast. If you see that kid, I mean, you watch some, some games that he's in. He he gets six yards easily every carry. I mean, he just he just was so hard to tackle. He, he was such an athlete. It was such a such a shame that, you know, if you if you ever get a chance, you know, the Showtime has a documentary on him. I don't know if you've seen it. Have you watched that? Uh, no, not, not yet. If, if you, you can look it up on demand. Showtime has a, one of their documentaries. It's uh, Lawrence Phillips. And it's just, the kid was just tossed around from home to home, had no parents, uh, you know, really a rough time. And uh, he just, he just was a hothead. I mean, he was in a, Pick up football game down in LA, and he beat the crap out of some guy. He just, I don't know, on a, in a pickup game, and then he ended up killing his his cellmate. Wow! In in prison, he killed his cellmate in prison, then he killed himself. Uh, yeah, he just he just the guy couldn't stay out of trouble. Yeah, and, and and I think every team needs a guy like that because everybody on the team's afraid of him, but they know he's got their back. You know, that, yeah, oh, yeah. That, yeah, that's yeah. the whole thing. And I think teams need guys like that. Now, speaking of teams, speaking of football, we have playoff football this weekend, I, Joe. I, 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 want, I want to ask you real quick. Okay. Do you blame Dak? No, I, but look, the, the blame goes so far in the Cowboys organization. I mean, you, you start with Jerry Jones. Right. You, you start with Jerry Jones and not having a general manager. That That's the biggest source of, of blame there is. Uh, because right. Because he, he's not good at it. He, he's not good at it at all. Uh, you hire Mike McCarthy, who's an okay coach, but come on, he's he's too old and set in his ways. That game is not played anymore. Dak, yeah. I, yeah. I, I, I can't blame all Dak because, to me, Dak's not that good. Yeah, and, you know, and and you know, it's it's not like you say a pickup game. I mean, you got to know the rules, and the rules are he should have immediately handed that ball to the, to the ump mm-hmm. for the ump to place for the ump to place it on the ground. You know, you can't just place it there yourself and then hike it. You know, right? Yeah, but, I, I I don't blame I don't blame the loss on him like I used to with all the losses that Romo did. It's starting to get yeah. close though. But and with and, and to with a bet with a bet all those games last week except for the Forty Niners every game the favor the favorite just covered no problem and you were except bitching for, about that yeah you well know. I I thought I thought there had to be a couple upsets when there was one there was the Niners and that was such a mild upset in my opinion yeah but uh, but the rest of them boy the favorite just just from the get go the favorite just blew them out of the water. It was like college bowl season all over again. Yeah, 56 to 3, you know. Uh, all right. Well, uh, I There's one other thing since you did ask if I blame Dak. There's one person on that team that I do blame a lot on, and that is Ezekiel Elliott. Ezekiel Elliott to me is done. I'm done with him. I have washed yeah, he, my hands of him. He, he Last year all he did was fumble. This year all he does is fall down. I, I'm no yeah, fan. Yeah, 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 no, you know, and that guy, you know, if you look at his, his, his uh, 
his yardage just goes down every year, you know? And I, and I, after you mentioned that, I kind of paid attention to that. And yeah, he just, he just, he just didn't seem to have it. Like, you know, the first thing, you know, he, I mean, you know, ow, I stubbed my toe, you know, or something. I mean, he just, yeah, no, no effort at all for that guy. Yeah. Yards after first contact. He used to be real good with that. Now he's like yards after first contact zero. He just fucking goes down. Yeah. Now, uh, all right, let's talk about some teams that are still in it. In a huge matchup, and I, I, I know how I'm picking this game, and it's not because of my rules, but in our first game on Saturday, the Cincinnati Bengals are traveling to Nashville, Tennessee, to take on the Tennessee Titans. You know, I'm a Steeler fan. And just like when I'm watching, say, I'm watching basketball, I vote for the Big Ten. So I, 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 I'm not just, not just vote for them, but I really think also coached by a former Nebraska Cornhusker, I like the Bengals to cover the three points, probably win that game. I love the Bengals. Like, I, I'm falling in love with Joe Burrow all over again. This is a fun team to watch. Their receivers are amazing. They help Burrow put up these ungodly numbers each and every week. Tennessee is good with Mike Vrabel. The thing that makes Tennessee so good is having Derrick Henry. And since Derrick Henry ain't playing, and it's a matchup of two good teams, I'm taking the Bengals to win outright. Yeah. Yeah, I like the Bengals, too. I like the Bengals a lot. And, uh... They have taken you out of their name. They're no longer the Bungles. Nope. They're now the Bengals. And I, I like them. Uh, Ogre said Jerry won't get rid of Zeke. Uh, he has the ultimate man, uh, in manager ego. He cannot possibly admit re-signing Zeke was a mistake. You're 100% right, Ogre. You're 100% right. They will not get rid of him. I'm going to be stuck with Ezekiel Elliott and his gigantic contract until it runs out. And it sucks. <laughs> Yeah. Uh, uh, how about then the night game on Saturday night? We have the the San Francisco 49ers who defeated my beloved Cowboys last week, taking on. Oh man, the the tundra is going to be frozen because it's only going to be 12 degrees in Green Bay. Yeah, the setting is perfect. Uh, I I think Aaron Rodgers gets another MVP, and I think he advances to the NFC Championship. I see the Packers uh, ending the uh, the the uh, the Cinderella season of the San Francisco 49ers. What 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 is it that makes the Packers so good? Is it Aaron Rodgers? I think it is. I think I really think it is. I they just I mean you know that that's the team too that uh, I think uh, they they got uh, they got a great I mean you know their uh, their fan base is just phenomenal. Obviously, uh, everybody loves the Packers if you live. If you live uh, in Wisconsin, I mean, uh, they're just, I know, but, but Aaron Rodgers, I mean, that guy, you know, if I had, if I had a, a fourth quarter drive to win it and I had to pick a quarterback, who's going to been? I, Aaron Rodgers is up there, not the guy that I want back and I want in there to, for the game winning drive. Oh, with the, with the new rules in play, oh, I would definitely have Aaron Rodgers as the quarterback. If, for all the quarterbacks in the NFL right now, yeah, I'd take Rodgers. Yeah, I mean, now, um, 
if you're looking for a decent haircut, no, don't no, go with Aaron yeah, Rodgers. Absolutely. Yeah, you stay away from him and McCombs. Mahomes is good also on the, the comeback drive, but bad with hair. Yeah, yeah, well, no, bad with hair. Yeah. Well, a good haircut, yeah. you go to Mr. Tom Brady. Clean cut, yeah, all American kid. Looks like my sister after she's been out in the rain too long, you know. <laughs> uh, so, who are, are you taking? Green Bay's a six-point favorite. Yeah, I'm taking the Packers. I, I, I'm gonna. I, I'm looking at like a 37 to 14 ball game. Yeah, I can see that. I I, I can see that. It, it, it's gonna be ugly. Uh, all right, then we transfer to Sunday's games. Tell you what, the Rams look pretty damn impressive in their playoff game. They're going to be on the road against the Buccaneers. Buccaneers are a three-point favorite at home. Yeah, the 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 uh, the Cardinals. You know, last week I I thought that they would turn into the Arizona Cardinals a lot earlier in the season, but they waited for the playoff game to yeah. become the Arizona Cardinals again. So uh, uh, in this one here, uh, I'm going to. <laughs> I don't, as much as, as uh, you know, Tom Brady is older than any of the coaches left in the playoffs. And uh, <laughs> he's older than it. And I think, I think the Buccaneers, I really think they got a good team. I see the Buccaneers uh, covering. I see him winning this game. He's not older than the guy in Kansas City. Okay, Andy Reid. Oh, I forgot about him. Yeah, he's, I forgot. You know, Andy Reid. I forgot Andy Reid was a busboy at the Last Supper, so I forgot about that. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I, I, I like the Buccaneers in this one. I, I don't see the Buccaneers having a hard time at all. And our final game on CBS Sunday evening. Um, wow. The Bills are on the road at Arrowhead in Kansas City, taking on the Chiefs, and they are a two-point underdog. Yeah, I, did, I think, uh, of course, here we still, it's an afternoon game here still, about yeah. 3.30. Uh, the Chiefs, I think, have pulled it together. Uh, they're, they're, just, they're, just, they're just too good. Um, the Chiefs, I think the Chiefs win this ball game. Because the Bills, the Chiefs have just pulled it together, and they, they just look like they're on a mission. Uh, the Bills uh, have got their, you know, a couple of big wins, and, and I think it's time to the Bills. Uh, they they look like they're gonna. They, this is a game where they just don't show up. To me, this is a game of reversal of Native American history. For years and years, the red man took from the buffalo, and now the buffalo will take from the team in red. I am oh. picking the Bills. Buffaloes will overpower the Chiefs. Wow. In this game. I said it. I'm not afraid. I ain't going to walk it back. I'm taking the Bills. I've been on the Bills bandwagon all fucking season. I'm staying wow. there. So you got two upsets this week. You know, speaking of Buffaloes, I always tell people, you know, when people are vegetarians, you know, and I say, you know, and, and don't, you know, don't, you shouldn't kill any animal. I always think, you know, what if you were in North Dakota and it's 40 degrees below zero, and the snow is whipping, and the wind is whipping. And look over there. There's 800 pounds of beef with a fur coat on it. What are you doing? Yeah. yeah. 
I'm, I'm killing I'm killing the shit out of that thing. Yeah, you might. Yeah, that's dope. I I, I like uh, I like the Chiefs in this one. So I I I got one upset going this weekend. But uh, other than that, I like uh, I like the favorites again. Three out of four games. Wait, wait. Who did you take that wasn't a favorite? Uh, the Bengals. Oh, okay. All right. Yeah, I, I'm with you there. So I got the Bengals and the Bills and the Buccaneers and Packers. Yeah, you've got an upset on Saturday and one on Sunday. Well, I think both uh, – I've got an upset Saturday, and I think both favorites cover and win on Sunday. So I, I, I'm looking at a uh, – uh, I'm looking at a Chiefs – a Chiefs-Bengals AFC championship. Nice. And a Buccaneers-Packers NFC championship. I'm looking at the same, uh, same NFC championship with back – Buccaneers and Packers, that'll be great. It'll be at Lambeau, uh, and then the the title game, man. If it if it ends up being the Chiefs and Bengals, I think that's going to be a shootout. If it's the Chiefs and Bills or the Bills and the Bengals, I think that'll be a shootout shootout too. So either way, we're going to be blessed with a good AFC game. Yeah, yeah, we're good. And of course, uh, of course, um, I will be. Uh, I will be watching, you know, I'll be watching um, repeats of So You Think You Can Dance when the okay. Pro Bowl's on. All right, good, good. Yeah, because yeah, nobody wants to see that fucking garbage. Oh, yeah. It's such a, it, you know, it's just so ridiculous to watch. But, but you know, I mean, it, you know, it, it, the best all-star game, I think, it obviously, is baseball. Easily. Isn't, yeah. it, fu- isn't it funny? How we romanticize baseball and the Midsummer Classic, and it's an all-star game. And we could give two shits about the NBA because they end up scoring about 200 points each. The NHL all-star game is a bust, and the Pro Bowl sucks. But we all love the baseball all-star game for some reason. Yeah. Yeah, because these guys, you know, they didn't want to get hurt in football and stuff. And basketball and the NBA, I mean – the regular season games are getting to be like, you know, 300 points a game. So, uh, you know, if you notice the NBA now, it's the one, 135 to 130 yep. are the finals. I mean, guys, you, you can't, you got to play no defense to score that much. I mean, it's just, it's just ridiculous to watch. I mean, like, give me a college basketball game any day over uh, any NBA game. Well, college is going that way too, my friend. I'm sorry to tell you that. Cause yeah, yeah, it's just, yeah. It, it's just the nature of that beast, and it sucks. Yeah. Uh, all it right, is. Joe, that is going to do it. Uh, you and I will we'll talk next week because we'll have the championship games, and then uh, then we'll have the Super Bowl. Of course, we'll talk. Uh, then okay. you and I'll talk off the air. I, I'm going to bring you back. I know for uh, March Madness. Okay, that we'll sounds great. That. that sounds great. I also, I also. I have some incredible fashion tips. Uh, if people, you know, want to want to want to learn how to look a little better, uh, well, well, hairstyles. Why, why don't you give out one of those tips to end your broadcast day today, my friend? A fashion tip? Yes. You know what? I don't care what they say about Labor Day. You wear white. You go, girl. Okay. You, you know what? You, you you get that? Yeah, that's confidence. I'm I'm wearing I'm wearing white underwear right now. That's too much information, and I know oh, they're oh. probably tidy whities and that's fucking I apologize. Gross. 
Wow, these things really need the laundry. Okay. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, the one and only Lake Tahoe, Joe Murphy. Murph, I'll talk to you next week, bud. Thanks, buddy. All right, man. All right. See ya. Uh, Lake Tahoe, Joe Murphy. You gotta love him. Oh, my gosh. What a goofball that guy is. Uh, anything I want to do here? No. You know what? Let's see. We'll, we'll take the break here. Okay? We'll take the break here. Make sure I got everything ready to go. Yeah, I got everything ready to go. Uh, take the break here. And we'll be back. And then we have tons and tons of stuff to talk about when we come back. Lord, I'm singing you this message up to heaven. Asking you to send me down another angel I've been looking for a long time For someone to get her off my mind But you know, Lord Angels are hard to find I want But I know, Lord, angels are hard to find. It's my fault I lost the Didn't know till she was gone how much she meant to me. She loved me, but I was blind. I bet I'd do a whole lot better next time. But I know, Lord, angels are hard to find. I want.
Off ticket. I was feeling 10 feet tall. I was full of natural light and feeling all right until I threw up on the bathroom wall. I got in a fight with my best friend. Then I left with his wife, you see. And I realized that very night that the asshole was a me. Yeah. 
Devin, stop, 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 stop. You're such an asshole. Stop. It's probably digging that right now. I mean, there are a lot of people to think about and talk about. Our first our first story here is one of those people that has magically terrible hair. And that person is the one and only Weird Al Yankovic. Now, everybody's like, wow, what, what happened to Weird Al? Blah, 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 blah. They are actually making a movie about Weird Al Yankovic. The upcoming biopic will star Daniel Radcliffe. Harry Potter is going to play Weird Al? Man, oh man. Radcliffe was confirmed to star in Weird, the Al Yankovic story. (laughs) The life and career of the five-time Grammy Award-winning musician, whose early hits were Eat It, Amish Paradise, and Like a Surgeon. He was asked about this, Weird Al. He says, when my last movie, UHF, came out in 89... I made a solemn vow to my fans that I would release a major motion picture every 33 years like clockwork. Uh, I'm absolutely thrilled that Daniel Radcliffe will be portraying me in this film. I have no doubt whatsoever that this is the role future generations will remember him for. See, that's what I like about Weird Al. Weird Al is not above poking a lot of fun at himself. He's recorded more than 150 parodies. (laughs) Get in line, pal. Uh, He's the biggest-selling comedy recording artist of all time. He hasn't released anything since 2014, so there you go. Douglas says, I'm excited about this. I've been kind of waiting to see if something like this would ever happen for Weird Al. I mean, if you think about it, Weird Al has been there for everything. I'll never forget, I actually drank a beer with with Weird Al once. Weird Al was playing the Pioneer Center in in Reno. I think it was about 6 o'clock at night I was in there. It was a Saturday night, I was getting sauced. It was college football season, so of course I was in Hooters. And all of a sudden, this guy with this really ugly shirt sat down next to me. I mean, right next to me. Fucked up looking hair. And I just looked at him, and I said, no way. And he just he just kind of smiled. And we just had, like, some small talk between us. I, I didn't hit him up for an autograph. This is days and days before anybody had cell phones to take pictures. And he just sat there, ate chicken wings, drank a couple beers, and went and did a show. 
I thought it was the coolest thing in the world. That Weird Al just came into a restaurant, sat down, ate, and left. Nobody bothered him. And that's the way he wanted it, obviously, because, you know, he didn't come in there, hey, everybody, look, it's me, Weird Al. He just kind of sauntered up to the bar. Even the, the bartender, she knew me. She, like, comes up to me on the other side, and she's like, is that Weird Al? I'm like, yeah, it's Weird Al. So that was pretty cool. But, yeah, I, I look, I'll go see this movie. I think this will be a good movie. Maybe find out where Weird Al got all his fucking deranged ideas from. I don't even mind fucking Daniel Radcliffe. I mean, looking at them both. Yeah, I can see that. I can see him passing for Weird Al. He's going to have to grow his hair out girlish like Weird Al, but that's cool. I dig this. I'm looking forward to this film. Hopefully they won't push it back. Don't let Tom Cruise anywhere near this film. They'll keep pushing it back and pushing it back. Bastards. By the way, tonight, I, I think it starts tonight, but I'm not sure. We've, we've talked about this a little. The new Playboy docuseries shed lights on debauchery, alleged drugging of women at the famed mansion. Oh, it's a 10-part docuseries starting on January 24th. Now, now, come on. Now, let, 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 let's, all, let's all be grown-ups here, and let, let's have us a conversation, shall we? Did, did you think that they were playing Candyland there? Did, 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 you, did you think that, that Hugh Hefner had the girls in the kitchen baking cookies every night? Or did you think of the Playboy Mansion as the modern-day version of Caligula? If you said the second one, the Caligula one, you would be correct. Come on. Look, look. You're talking about women who pose naked in magazines and there was debauchery going on at, 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 the, at the mansion? Look, I'm excited to watch part of this. I, I, I'd like to watch The Secrets of Playboy. And I'm going to watch some of it. But you don't need to be some kind of crazy investigative journalist to come out and go, Oh, my Lord. And if anybody comes to me and go, Did you see that? Did you realize they're doing that? And be like, It's the fucking Playboy Mansion. I imagine the animals were fucked there. I'm just saying. That doesn't make it right. No, not at all. I think that's very, very wrong. But did it probably happen there? Yes. My one and only trip to the Playboy Mansion. I got to go there as part of a golf tournament that I I played in, the, the Playboy golf thing. We qualified, and then we regionally qualified. And then we were going to the mansion. And that first day we got there, it was a Friday afternoon. They took us to the mansion for like a little cocktail mixer type thing where they had, you know, shitty hors d'oeuvres. And you got to meet everybody that was playing in the tournament. And I see this a lot. This is one of my favorite things to see going out is how fake men are. I told you men are bad, right? Uh, 
it hit me at Bandon Dunes. I went on a golf trip with a buddy of mine. Went up to Oregon, played Bandon Dunes. And uh, we were in the restaurant slash bar that night because this is a resort that's pretty much all right there. And seeing the guys in that bar setting, they're smoking cigars. One guy grabbed a waitress's ass. I mean, it was your, your typical bullshit, you know, guys weekend. Now, I don't act any different when I'm away from people than I do when I'm with people. It's a whole consistency thing. You know, consistency, logic, and fuck your feelings. The three rules of this show. Um, first of all, I would never act like that in public. I'd never grab a waitress's ass. And these guys are hooting it up. My favorite thing was the next day getting on the plane, because that was Saturday night. Sunday, we were all flying home. They happened to be on our plane. And these guys weren't in our group. They're on this plane, though, and every one of them's on their cell phone with their wives. Hi, honey bunny. The guy who grabbed the, the, the waitress's ass, oh, he was all up in his wife. Oh, I've missed you so much. I wanted to go, did you miss her when you grabbed that chick's ass last night? But I didn't. But that, that got me prepared for things at the Playboy Mansion. Playboy Mansion is nothing but a bunch of dudes who are there to play golf. And a lot of them are, are pretty well-to-do individuals who sponsor golf teams just so they can get invited to go to the Playboy Mansion. And all these guys thought they were taking home playmates. I was watching them. I was trying to watch them work their game. And I was sitting there. I was like, I ain't going to take any of these broads home. No, ain't happening for me. So I'm just going to sit here and enjoy watching all these guys fucking strike out. And that's all they did was strike out. But now, do I think that people were having sex up there? Yes, absolutely they were. Because it's the Playboy Mansion. That'd be like a, when, when, when the movie was released about, about what's it, Larry Flint? How people say, oh, my God, you know Larry Flint had these crazy sex parties at his house? No shit, he's fucking Larry Flint. What do you think Playboy did? Playboy had the exact same parties with better-looking chicks. You so much has passed the front gate of the Playboy Mansion, you're issued an STD and a rejection slip. Pretty much. I mean, we went there. It, it, it was cool. Don't get me wrong. I ain't talking shit about the Playboy Mansion. We didn't get to go in the inside. We were outside in the grotto area. Yes, I saw the grotto. Smelled like bleach, even though they hadn't cleaned in a while. Just the amount of fucking spent children in that area alone. Good God. But, yes, this new series starts uh, in a couple days. I think tonight, is tonight tonight? Is today the 21st? No, today is 20. Tomorrow, Ozark starts. Fuck, the final season. This is the first part of the final season on Netflix of Ozarks. So I can't wait for that. But I'm looking forward to watching this docu-series on Playboy just to see, oh, my God. Hugh Hefner said that that woman had to eat his balls to get in the magazine? No. 
You don't say. By the way, uh, a, a real quick, uh, and you know I don't like doing this. You know I hate it. I haven't done it in a while, but... Well, I don't want to sound like a dickhole, but I told you so. Do you remember about Christmas time? You remember You remember around November-ish? The grotto is so crusted, the disinfecting robot takes one look and self-destructs. You remember Christmas time when Apple was releasing their brand new AirTag? You remember this? It's about the size of a quarter. And you throw it in your backpack or you put it on your keychain and you can find it. Okay? We, we've all seen them. They're like little tags. Right? It's only 29 bucks. Are you ready for this? I don't think anybody on this show exactly said this, but AirTag stalking. New Apple device involved in suspicious tracking incidents across the country. What? Wait, 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 wait. What? Bad people are using Apple tracking devices to hunt down their next victims? Say it ain't so. Oh, my God. Uh, Let's see. Uh, Ass Family and Big Guy. Movie reviews. Tonight, two movies come out, apparently... Uh, Redeeming Love and The King's Daughter. Ugh. Fuck you, it's January continues. Does anyone want a review of either of these or do I get a week off of work? Uh, I'm just going to put the executive decision. Take the week off. You ain't got to see either one of them crap traps. Hold on, let me me go to Fandango. That's the best shit that comes out this week, and I know January is notorious for sucking when it comes to, to to movies and shit like that. But come on. Redeeming love. Jesus. That looks fucking awful. That comes out tonight. Then let's see. Tomorrow we got Herdeum. I don't know what that redeeming love. The Tiger Rising. I don't even have the king's daughter here. So, yeah, I would say take this week off, Christopher. Instead, binge watch Cobra Kai. Yeah, yeah, I would say that. I I would say definitely. But back to this Apple story. So, all I got to do is buy one of these tags and then drop it in so-and-so's purse or in their car, unbeknownst to them, and then I can know where they are at all times? Yeah, sign me up. Great choice, yeah. I mean, honestly, like, who didn't see this one coming? And I'm sure it was sold under the guise of, you can put this in your child's book bag, and they don't even know about it. Yes, so can pedophiles. Dumb shits. Good God. By the way, is it really that hard to keep track of your keys or your backpack? Like, I, I grew up, we, we were a backpack, you know, generation as well. The old Jan Sport. You didn't lose one of those. Those were like $35.
Jan Sport backpack was thirty-five dollars. You guess guess what? Arnie never had Jan Sport backpack because it was thirty-five dollars. Arnie had those really cheap, shitty-looking backpacks, the ones that cost like nine dollars, until Arnie could afford to buy a backpack. You lose your backpack, you got an ass whooping at home. You don't lose a bag, and they didn't care about the books. They didn't care about your pens. They didn't care about your pencils. They cared about the $35 Jansport book bag. You didn't lose that. We raise generations now where they just lose stuff and get something new. Yep. Oh, yeah. Ogre, you're absolutely right. If you lost your backpack, it was like, here's a paper fucking grocery bag for the rest of the year. I think mine had finally just ripped apart. It was near the end of the year, so there was no need to go get a new one. My dad made me carry a briefcase to school. Hey, it went like like I had to take the briefcase and take my books home in the briefcase because I wasn't going to carry them. I like seeing these parents who, who set their kids up with a fucking rolling luggage as a backpack now. But that shit wouldn't happen in the States home. Oh, hell no. You got a fucking, you, you got a bag on wheels, that's going to be either dad or mom's. You ain't getting that shit. My backpack was surgically fucking grafted to my arm. Yeah. You people that fucking give your kids rolling fucking, you, you give your kids luggage to carry to school. Just let you know. Your kid's a target. Your kid is such a... You have painted such a bullseye on your child with that fucking backpack. And I know you did it out of the goodness of your heart. You did it so your kid doesn't have to fucking, you know, bend over and carry such a a heavy bag. That's because they no longer have lockers. They have to haul everything with them. Well, my first rule as new superintendent is reopening the fucking locker situation. How about we get a bunch of clear lockers? Can't we do that? Can't we get, like, hard-ass plastic and they're clear and we can see inside and see if there's a gun or something inside? Kids with rolling backpacks have a sticker that says, I break for whale vagina. Oh, shit. Good God, the rolling backpacks. There is no justification for that. None. I remember seeing something saying, oh, the books are so heavy. They're fucking books. Like, the shit I've seen over the last 15, 20 years has made me laugh so hard at how weak and how soft our society has become. And I know they were saying this when I was growing up. And they were saying it back in the, the, the 60s when kids in the 60s were growing up. That, oh, this generation is soft. Yeah, we never had wheels on our backpack, so. I made fun of a kid with a rolling backpack. He smelled, and his name was Kick Lighter, so I called him Ass Lighter. 
He also used the bag and did tricks with it like a skateboard. I don't know who's worse. Like, like let, let, let's figure this out. In school, which one is worse? It, it, uh, let me get the Jeopardy music. If you're a guy, and this is for guys. We'll do one for girls here in a second. What's worse for guys in, in high school? A rolling backpack or you're the yo-yo guy? You're the kid who has the rolling backpack in high school or you're the guy who stands over at lunch and just does his quirky yo-yo shit. Which one is worse? We also didn't need warming uh, warming coffees hot or eight, eight Tide Pods either. Very, very true. Uh, let's see. Yo-Yo Kids turn into serial killers. V. Coop says he'd make more fun of the rolling bag kid. And Ogre says the Yo-Yo Kid, the wheels kid, is just a fag. Yeah, the Yo-Yo Kid thinks he's doing something cool. I, I'll never forget. I, w- I went out one night. Sacramento is one of the best towns in the world for this. When it's school dance time. Man, oh, man. It's like every every city, every different, like, you know, s- suburb will have dances. Like, one night will be all of Roseville schools are at dances, and the other night all of fucking, you know, fucking uh, Citrus Heights schools have dances. And you get to see these kids, and we remember what it was like. You know, you wear your first shirt and tie, or you wear your first suit and tie, and you go to the homecoming dance, or you go to Sadie Hawkins or the Valentine's dance. And it always consists of this. This is why I never understood about the dances. If schools wanted to make more money, why not serve better food at the dances? Because the kids are going out and spending a grip on food at fucking different fancy restaurants. See, homecoming is usually like the first time that you get to go to a restaurant by yourself without mom and dad. And it can change. You can, uh, look, I've seen kids go to Chili's. I've seen them at BJ's. I've seen them at fancy restaurants. The go-to place here in town is if, if your parents had money because kids didn't have money because they didn't have jobs. So if your mama and your daddy had money and they were going to pay for your night out, you went to Reunion Tower. And that's the big ball. When you, when, when you see the, the, the skyline pictures of Dallas, you see the big ball has the lights on it. That's Reunion Tower. And they got a restaurant up there that's supposed to be fantastic. It's not. I've eaten there once. Not at a dance either. But I ate there once, and it was okay. But they're going to jack up the prices for all these homecoming kids and all these dances and, and, and all this shit. But I remember going out one night, and we were at, like, you know, BJ's. And, and there was a bunch of kids coming from, like, prom. I'm like, wait a second. This is prom, and y'all are going to BJ's? It's prom. And I tell you what, one of the motherfucking kids that was there, first of all, he had some kind of stupid fucking Rat Pack hat on. That wasn't helping his cause with his date. And his date was there, and she was talking to, like, other girls. 
Because this motherfucker's over in the corner playing with his yo-yo. It, it took everything I had not to go over and say, hey, you want to make your fingers smell bad? Put the fucking yo-yo away. You don't want any action tonight? You don't want to go finger blasting? You, as soon as you pulled that yo-yo out, the tuna boat to pound town turned and went the other direction. That yo-yo is the best form of safe sex I've ever seen in my life. Yeah, and every dumb fuckity boy wears sneakers with his tux thinking it looks different and cool. Yeah, we didn't do that shit. We did, we, we, we did the, the CMA Awards. That's what we did. We, we, and I still, like, if I were to have to wear a tuxedo, I would wear my best pair of fucking Wranglers that are pressed, pair of black boots, black jacket, white shirt, black bow tie, black cowboy hat. That's what I'd wear. Ain't no wearing no damn tennis shoes. I mean, I could. The Puma collection is looking good. What about us hacky sack kids? Uh, the hacky sack, look, look, here's the thing with hacky sackers. Hacky sackers, at least there was a group of you. So you had you, you had some people that had a shared interest. There's never a group of yo-yoers. If there, I don't even know what the, the, the plural of yo-yoers would be. But you could look at every one of those kids and go, they ain't seeing pussy for a long time. After college, I love going out in the town during prom or homecoming night because it's amusing seeing all the kids in a feeble attempt to get laid. Like the nerdy kid who can only score the fat chick are all going to Denny's and then getting into a limo. See, I was too cool for all that shit. I watched Star Trek Next Generation with my dad, and I was so fucking amazing. Or I played D&D with my equally badass amigos who were too sophisticated for such tomfoolery. A group of yo-yoers is called a cult. I didn't like going to the dances. I, I didn't. I went to homecoming. It, I, I, I saved all my dances for junior and senior year. I never went to homecoming. My senior year I went. Uh, took one of the uh, homecoming queens uh, court. Yep. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I had a homecoming queen nominee, a state. Then I went to this thing called Colonel Ball, which was like, like, kind of like a big award ceremony. I was nominated for most Colonel Spirit and and, and uh, witty. I, I was named named for those two and didn't win because I didn't have an in. I didn't play politics then either. That was a senior year. Went to Colonel Ball. Went to homecoming. Prom. I had a party. I passed out before anybody got to the party. I was doing I was doing Boilermaker. Uh, you you want to talk about hardcore drinking? This is what hardcore drinking is. Hardcore drinking is doing Boilermakers, which is dropping a shot of whiskey into beer. But I was doing that into bongs. I had a beer bong, and we would we'd fill it up, and then we'd put like four shots of Jack Daniels in there. Let me just tell you right now, that will fuck your shit up.
girl on court is another name for first loser. Yeah, yeah, she did not win. And she went to my church, so I knew I wasn't getting any action that night. So, whatever. I, I, I went out drinking. That, that was my homecoming was drinking. Colonel Ball. I took Tommy's sister to Colonel Ball. I didn't want to go. I didn't want to go, but I was nominated. I had to go. So I had to go walk on stage. Didn't win because, like I said, I didn't didn't play politics back then. We went out to eat and took her home. That was it. Yeah, I know. I live I live the exciting life, don't I? Man, I partied in school. Uh, let's see. Uh, no, 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 no. No, I got, you know what? It, it, everybody's been sending me some really great stories lately. Uh, and, and I want to continue that if, if I can figure out what story. Let's see. Brett sent me this one. I think this has been sent to me before, but it's happening again. A customer has shown how uh, Chili's pay-at-the-table machines are incorrect when they try to figure out how much to tip. And by the way, they're incorrect because it's too high. The suggested tip is calculated based on the total after taxes and before any adjustments to the check, such as comped items, redeem coupons, blah, 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 blah. So my rule of rules when it comes to if I'm paying for dinner, I start at 15%. 15% of something is really easy. Let me give you the quick math to do it. So if your bill is $22, okay, and you're trying to figure out what tip am I going to leave, what's the correct amount to leave on a $22 bill? And if you're not that great at math and you just want to throw it all quickly together, you go, okay. So I give 15%. So 10% of $22 is $2.20. And then half of that would be $1.10, and you add those two together, and that gives you a little over $3.50. Or gives you right at that, three fifty somewhere around there. Okay? It's that easy. If you want to give 15%. If you want to give 20%, then what you do is you take your bill at $22, and you figure out 2.2 is 10% of that. Then multiply that by 2. That equals $4.40 that you're going to be. You don't need a calculator. One of the tip pads showed on a bill that was $73.22. Double the tax and round it off. Yep. Double the tax, send it, done. Uh, if the service is good. If. the sur- Oh, yeah. Oh, the service still has to be good. I always take my tax, round it up to the nearest easy number, and multiply by three. The tax thing works it wonders in states without sales tax. Yeah. So this one person showed their bill at $73.22. Now, if we do the work, 
10% of that is $7.30. These people wanted to tip at 20%. So that would be easy. That would be $14.60. That's how much it would be on a $73 bill. Now, on the calculator machine, on your little little pop-up thing that they like working, they calculate a 20% tip of $73.22 as $16.31. Well, what? Wait, wait, wait. That's not right. That, 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 that's $2 more. Uh, no, thank you. This might be that new math, though. I don't. I, I'm not sure because there's no way that that can be 20 percent of 73 dollars. And Ryan says I just do two dollars for every ten I spend and multiply it. Okay. I think there's so many rules when it comes to tipping now. Tipping is, and I know it's not going to go anywhere in the restaurants because restaurants and can only have to pay minimum wage. Blah blah blah. But uh, tipping has gotten out of hand because we tip too many people. We tip way too many people. We tip mailmen. I'm sorry, mail carriers. Can we even still call it the mail? Think about it. You got it now? Okay, good. Locked in. You got tip your mailman, your 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 postal office worker, your garbage man, lawn care people, hairstylist. You got all these people that you're allegedly supposed to tip. Do you figure out the the tip pre tax or after tax? I I just take whatever the bottom. This is this is the way I do it, hot mama. I don't worry about all the t- all the tax stuff. That, that that stuff, I don't even worry about it. I look at what the final bill is, and I go 10% of that is this, which means 5% of that is this, which means this is what I should be tipping. Now, if they are really, really good and exceptional, it goes up to 20 Tip your favorite podcaster. Amen to that. Yeah. I'm pre-tax tipping. Credit card transaction. All those machines cost money. I'm going to guess that the machine's wrong because it will tip the waiter or waitress to 20%. The difference goes to taxes and or machine costs. Well, still, that's wrong, though. You, you can't. And, and the, the picture goes on to say it says 20% of $73 is 1621 And by the way, you better check your bills, too. If you go to dinner and you got like six people that are at that dinner, you better check that bill because sometimes they add gratuity on. And I'm betting that in today's world where they can barely get enough people to work, gratuity is definitely taxed on 
You just have to find it. And when you see it there, you don't complain about it. You just pay it and you walk out, but you don't leave anything else at the table. But, yeah, we tip too many people, far too many people. Cop walking down the street, hey, why don't you give him a tip? Don't eat yellow snow. I mean, you can go old school for all that kind of stuff. But, yes, watch those things. Watch those, and you don't need a tip calculator. Uh, Mr. Arise and I went to Cheddar's this weekend. He had never seen one of those machines at the table. He was so pissed that we lost out on the customer service interface because of that machine. He says, we'll keep replacing people with machines, and it's defeating the point of wanting to go out and dine, and we have excellent customer service the entire time. We charge 18% gratuity on parties over 8. I always tell the table, I hate going to places that don't tell you. Those places that don't tell you, this is what they are. They're thieves. If you got a party of more than six, you better realize that they're going to charge you gratuity on that. And some people don't see that it was that. They get the total, and they go, well, we have to add in for tip. No, that that's the tip and all. No, you have to give them a little bit. No, I don't. When we are, are pre-charged to tip, you lose because 9 out of 10 of you gotten more from us. Yeah. Very, very true. So, yes, keep an eye out on those machines. They're not working up to par, if you will. Mm, let's see. Okay, got that, got that, got that. You can give more if you like the server. Okay. A Michigan judge has berated a a man that says, if I could, I'd give you jail time on this. I would. That's what the judge said to the defendant. The defendant, who is a 72-year-old man battling cancer, was taken to court over his lawn. The judge says he should be ashamed of himself and if he could give jail time for a bad lawn, I would. Burham Chowdery of Hamtrack, located a few miles north of Detroit, had a court hearing and hasn't been able to maintain his yard because cancer treatments have left him weak. He was diagnosed in 2019 with cancer of the lymph nodes. Image of the property shows overgrown plants and weeds that particularly obstruct alleyways. So it, it looks like a house on hoarders. Hamtramck and Tramick, okay. The lack of yard maintenance violates the city ordinance. The ju- a judge with the 31st District Court was not amused and fined him $100, which is due by February 1st. And then went on to say, you should be ashamed of yourself. Have you seen that photo? That's shameful. If I could, I'd give you jail time on this. I'm glad I never saw my backyard in Lincoln.
Neighbors say Chowdhury went back to his native country of Bangladesh for two months for his kid's wedding, and that's when the yard started to get bad. Why did the yard get bad? They were in they 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 were out of country. Uh, let's see. Uh, Bangladesh, about two months after the summer of his son's wedding, and that's when they started to get bad. Shabir Chowdhury uh, spoke for his father, saying his parents have tried maintaining the property, and the yard has since been cleaned up. Yeah, you got you got dirty lawn like that, yeah. Walt Kowalski of Grand Torino had some kind of cancer or disease, and he still mowed his lawn. And when he couldn't do that anymore, he had the stones to get a young Hamong feller to do it. Yeah, I guess I guess cancer isn't a strong enough penalty. This gal wants to get her fucking pound of flesh. Oh, I'd throw you in jail if I could. Well, you're a rotten fucking bitch then, aren't you? Don't mind my cancer. Reason number 8,546,212 8, of reasons why not to ever go to Mexico. Married gay couple visiting Mexico from Texas are found tortured, shot, dismembered in trash bags 17 miles apart. Naomi Medina Martinez and Yozura Ramirez, both of El Paso, were found in Ciudad Juarez on Sunday. Now, these were a couple of lesbian chicks. They were tortured and shot. Their bodies were stuffed inside two trash bags and dumped about 17 miles apart on the road. By the way, real shocking. Real shocking. This happened in Mexico. I thought that was the reason not to live in El Paso to start with. Amen. I mean, they did. They ravaged these two chicks' bodies. One one chick is okay looking, but... Got too much makeup on. The other one that's trying to be the dude is just trying too hard. Just stop. Yeah, but they've been killed. They they ain't got to worry about being nobody's disappointment no more. How bad do you feel if you're their dad and they came out to the closet and you were a dick to them? Yeah, you probably feel pretty bad. Why were they 17 miles apart? I, I don't know. I'm, I'm not in that cartel. If I was, I'd tell you. Uh, 
Uh, next headline says, my date body shamed me when I was trying to convince me to come over. They're the gr- grimmest messages I've ever received. All right. You ready? Uh, the first text messages. Hey, baby, put down that cupcake and sprint to my house. Wow. Wow. Put down that cupcake and go do some exercise and come see me. That, that, that one I don't think is going to go too far. You look like you hide cupcakes in your bedside table. Good God. Way to call somebody rampantly obese. These are not good? These are bad ideas? Needless to say, I don't think this this relationship is going to get rekindled anytime soon. Can she bring over cupcakes? That'd be quite the icebreaker. That'd be always welcome. (laughs) Play body shame me. I don't know about y'all. I'm tired of the fucking shaming shit. Hearing everybody say, I have a shame to do this. By the way, jokes, I didn't tell my jokes today. Uh, why do tampons not have any friends? Because they're all stuck-up cunts. Why is Friday the most feminine day of the week? Because it takes forever to come. Things not to do on dates. Sit-ups. Oh, I like that. Things not to do on dates. Insert a hot curling iron into your ass. Hold on, we 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 need to get the the correct the correct uh, thing here. I like that. I like that a lot. Things not to do on your next date. Murder. I guess we can just say assault. Oh, that's just funny right there. Things not to do on dates. Sit-ups. No problem there. I don't know why I'm yawning so much. They sound like tracks for a bitchin' death metal album. up 
Lucy Dash caught her boyfriend texting a girl from another state and then tricked her boyfriend into taking a road trip to confront the other woman by lying that they needed to go out of town for a family emergency. Is TikTok going to let you say shut up, suck up, suck up, cunt? Probably. I don't know. Stuck up, cunt. Uh, I, I've gotten away with it before on that. We'll see, though. We'll, we'll have to see. Uh, Lucy Dash, a hairstylist from Brooklyn, showed a video of herself driving her sleeping partner across state lines. She explained that she went through his phone the night before and found out he was texting another gal. Dash said she texted the woman from her boyfriend's phone and asked for the meetup location before deleting the conversation. TikTok claimed that they t- then she tricked the, her partner into driving to meet the woman by saying she had a family emergency. A follow-up video shows a group of women arguing with Dash and her boyfriend, though it's unclear what happened. Well, what's unclear what happened is the video they didn't show you. Is it when the boyfriend showed up, And he got a little huggy hug from the new girl. Good old Lucy Dash said, oh, uh -uh. uh-uh. Who you be? Oh, I be his girlfriend. That's the video they're not showing is the actual fisticuffs. But, but, But this is even worse. She wrote about it. She says, last night I went through his phone and caught him texting some girl from another state. They've been talking for a while now, and he agreed to go on a date with her today. I texted her back to send me a location, deleted the message. Today I told him I need to run out of town. He doesn't know we are on our way to meet the girl together. I just know that uh, stay tuned. That's what she says. First of all, why are you going through your partner's phone? You know, we can all sit back and laugh at this and go, ha, ha, ha. They look like they're probably in their early 20s. Trust much? I mean, you're going through his phone and you set him up for this. Why are you playing so many games? Why not? This is just me here. Why not? Talk to him. That way you don't have to drive out of town and waste all that time. Because someday you're going to think about all the time that you've wasted, all the time that you've been in waiting rooms just sitting there, wasting time, doing things that were nothing but a waste of time the entire time. You're going to think about that. You're going to go, fuck. I hope it's not on your deathbed when you're sitting there waiting, waiting to go. Bubba, stop knocking on my door. You can't come in. But you went through his phone, and now you're going to set up this fucking, this cockamamie fucking chase scenario? Why waste your time, man? I don't get it.
I just don't get it. Goddamn spell check. It fucked me twice this morning. It changed Gomer and gone to stuck to suck. Uh, Lucy Gash. Yeah, that that was that Sandy's uh, younger daughter or younger sister, Lucy. She was pretty good. She was pretty good at, at curling. Not as good as Sandy though. I just uh, I, like I know that there are people that get such joy out of that. Like, and then I have to like think to myself, could I do that? Could I set up some wild goose chase like that? And then, poof, gotcha. Oh, I could. I could definitely set something like that up. But why not just call them out? You've been texting somebody in another state. I saw the message. Sorry, I was going through your phone. First of all, that's when I would have broke up with you. Oh, you're going through my phone? So you don't trust me? All right, bye. Be gone. I ain't got nothing to hide. You want to see my phone, just ask. I have no problem whatsoever if you say, hey, I'd like to see your phone. Here you go. There's nothing in there that I need to hide. You got something to hide, and you say no, they're going to go look for it. And by the way, this all revolves around, yes, her, she did a lot of this shit, but hey, to the fella here, let, let, let's just get this out. If you're in a relationship and you don't want to be in the relationship with that person anymore, how about you just do this? How about you grow a set and then break up with that person? And then go be in a relationship with somebody that you want to be in one with. Rather than lead this girl on while you're cheating with another girl. Just grow the fuck up, man. That's up. I mean, I need need a drop that says just grow the fuck up. If anybody knows where that is in a movie, I can put it next to this. Do your fucking job. I mean, that would be fantastic. Just grow the fuck up. Derek says, have a great day, ass family. I'm out. All right, have a good one. All right, moving on. Uh, There's no update on if they broke up or whatever. They probably won't. That's the problem. They won't break up, and they'll just have to keep going through this over and over again. Villagers. God damn. Damn it to hell. Where's stack on? Uh, Villagers worship a cow born with a third eye on its forehead. Oh, my God. They believe it is the incarnation of a Hindu god, Shiva. A baby cow has been born in India with three eyes and two sets of nostrils. Some locals are claiming the animal is an incarnation of Hindu god, Shiva. People have made special trips to the farm to see the animal and leave it gifts. It's believed the extra facial features have been caused by a hormonal disorder. Um, uh, uh, question, question, uh, what sort of gifts are left for a three-eyed cow? I, 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 I mean, did you go out and get, I don't know, a watch or something for the cow? 
Maybe a knitting set. I, I, I'm not sure. I, I don't know how much time you had. Was the cow vaccinated? Yeah, it's their mother. <laughs> I, and, and look, I'm not making fun of people over in that country for worshiping cows because that's their religion. That's what they believe in, and I respect that. But you got one that shows up with three eyes. See, see once that first kid in West Virginia or Kentucky is born with a third eye coming out his forehead, we ain't going to be praying to that kid. No, that, that, that kid is what we would call Beelzebub, and we're probably trying to in, incinerate him as soon as possible. You emailed me one that might work? Okay, thank you. Appreciate that, Straight Fire. And, I mean, I'm sure they think that we're crazy and nuts because, you know, we worship a guy who died and then popped back to life a couple days later, and the way we celebrate it is we hand out Easter eggs. Oh, damn, who was that? Who was that gal? A good googly moogly. She got some big old boobs. Who is that? Jeepers. You saying who this is? Man, oh man, I want to find out who that gal is. I, I've got the Daily Mail on there showing some gal at some event last night. She's wearing these tight black leggings. And got big old tatas. I I don't like. I said I don't know who she is. All right, play it again. Cody! Oh, shut up. I don't want to see your damn cow. How does the cow wear sunglasses? You can't get them sunglasses. I mean, and that thing is protruding right out the middle, too. Man, oh, man. That guy who had that thing, he thinks he's king of the world now. Full cover. That's fun. All right, let's go. Uh, I trust Carrie completely. We know each other, print password. However, we both asked for... Never obsess them without asking. Karen Heiler and Katie Price. Katie Price. We're going to have to look for some nude photos of Katie Price. I trust Carrie uh, completely. We know each other's past, pins, passwords, phone unlocks. However, we both asked before using them. And I never accused uh, access them without asking to check something. She checked my phone once because... A family friend's daughter is a hoe. When she found nothing from bad from me, she was embarrassed and upset. Since then, I've told her to consider my phone open to her anytime. Like I said, those people that don't have anything to hide, they hide nothing. I mean, that's the phrase. If you don't have anything to hide, you hide nothing. Okay? That, and obviously, if you feel like I don't know. If you feel like your your significant other is cheating on you, then then you have to air those feelings out. Tell them. Don't just go to their phone and then set up random dates with people. I one time had a guy in Sacramento. Um, he copied like my Facebook. I don't know if it was Facebook or MySpace. It was one of the two. 
and and I got word of it uh, from somebody who worked at the radio station that was friends with a girl that got used by this guy. This guy set up a fake profile, and he said he was me. And mind you, at this time, I was with Satana. So, of course, I'm not not doing anything. She's the cheating one. Um, And this guy would set up dates with these women at different places around town in Sacramento. And he would set up dates saying he was me. I was married at the time. He was setting up dates saying it was me. And the girls would show up and then I would leave them there. One gal told her friend, and somebody came to me at the station like, I can't believe you stood my friend up. I said, stood your friend up? What? Well, you had a date. I was like, I didn't have a date with anybody. I'm fucking married. I'm married to a terrible woman. Got out, found out who I had to send a whole new picture of myself to Facebook or MySpace, whichever one it was. No one ever told me who exactly it was. I, I, I had a feeling I, I found out who it was. And I was like, yeah, that's a, that's a no-brainer right there. Uh, what a loser. Who does that? That guy must have no friends and a small dick. Well, I, I, like I said, I don't know anybody that went out with him. So, But I do know that somebody was doing that shit. And they did not have a cow that had three eyes either, which sucked. Because then, then I could just live with it. Let's see. Okay, so this is a... This happened in Rio de Janeiro, Brazil. This woman got up on the bus and apologized to her fellow bus passengers for delaying their trip. One of the riders, Horty Montero, said that the driver sped through a red light trying to get to the hospital, but it was too late. You see, this woman was upset and she apologized to everybody on on the bus because she shit out a baby right on a public bus. Really? I have to see that on a bus? Some gal's going to be doing some weird breathing exercise. Her legs are going to be up in the air, and she's flopping a kid out on a city bus, let alone a public bus in Rio. I think the hep alphabet lives on the bus in fucking Rio. They even have hepatitis Q there. And she shits this baby out on the bus. If I'm riding a public bus in Rio, I have done something terribly wrong. Maybe she just lives there. I'm just talking about me in general. Uh, Sorry, guys. Sorry the smell. Didn't think it was going to be that bad this time. Oh, this is my 14th kid, so that's why it wasn't a big deal. Nothing to see here. Big giant stork outside, should have told you. 
Good God. Let's see. What else we got to cover here? Uh, sources Lonzo facing decision on knee. Does Phil Mackinson have more magic? No, he doesn't. Oh, what else we got? Nothing. Would you rather eat a potato chip that fell on the floor of a Rio bus or go down on Kathy Lee Griffin or Kathy Griffin? Oh, yeah, Kathy Griffin during that time of month. Oh, I'm eating the chip. The chip. Mm-mm. And with that, adios, family. Have a great Thor's Day. Yes, we will. You too, my friend. Yeah, I'm eating that chip all day long. Nope, not getting anywhere near Kathy Griffin, especially when it's that time. Uh, yuck. Can you, can you just say yuck? I can. Yuck. Jesus Christ. Fauci says FDA could authorize Pfizer's COVID vaccine for kids under five in the next month. Don't we want kids under five getting germs and getting bacteria so they can get their little system working already? Oh, Prince Andrew had all of his social media pages deleted. Boy, they're getting ready. Uh, I, I think the hammer's about to get dropped on him. I, I really, really do, because he's going to be easily one of the first names released. And then there's seven more after that. Oh, let's just hope one of them's a big Hollywood player. That's all I hope. But, you know. We'll see what we get. A final story today, and yes, I'm cutting the show a little early because I have to go to the bathroom again. Uh, usually you don't see this. This is something you probably wouldn't see if it were any other time of year or any other place in the country. Gary Chambers is running for a seat in the United States Senate representing the great state of Louisiana. He started with a video that he released to his constituents. He says, quote, Every 37 seconds, someone is arrested for possession of marijuana. Since 2010, state and local police have arrested an estimated 7.3 million Americans for violating marijuana laws. Over half of all drug arrests. Has anyone mentioned Tom Hanks being on that list? We mentioned it earlier when the the flight logs came out. I honestly think that's why he's got that dual citizenship, Triple T. Oh, I'm sorry, Dad Christopher. Saw the picture wrong there. Uh, Oh, yeah, Tom, Tom, Tom Hanks is on that list. That's why he and his fucking ugly wife are are now also citizens of, like, what is it, Turkey or something? It's a non-extradition state. So there you go. 
They need to announce one name a day, making like a pedo advent calendar. Um, so Mr. Chambers, who's running for Senate seat there in Louisiana, is talking about this. He continued, black people are four times more likely to be arrested for marijuana laws than white people. Oh, we, we, we have the video. Oh, well, look here. Here we go. Every 37 seconds, someone is arrested for possession of marijuana. Since 2010, state and local police have arrested an estimated 7.3 million Americans for violating marijuana laws, over half of all drug arrests. Black people are four times more likely to be arrested for marijuana laws than white people. States waste $3.7 billion enforcing marijuana laws every year. Most of the people police are arresting aren't dealers, but rather people with small amounts of pot, just like me. I'm Gary Chambers, and I'm running for the U.S. Senate, and I approve this message. Can anybody guess what Mr. Chambers is doing throughout the entire video? I'll give you a few choices. He's either one, bathing puppies. Number two, speaking to an older disabled group. Or choice three is smoking a gigantic fucking blunt. Which one do you think he was doing during the the filming of his his political ad? If you said number three, you would be correct. There he is just sitting out there in an open field all by himself. Got a big old honker of a dube in front of him. And he fires that some bitch right on up. By the way, black guy. Well, when your race leads the nation in arrest per capita and weed is legal, you're probably going to lead the arrests in weed too. Yep. The law is the law, dummy. I don't agree, but follow so I don't get thrown in jail. Smoking weed and hotboxing his cat. No, no hotboxing of the cat. (laughs) Just for you, V. Coop, I'll do it. Where is that? What a silly Negro. (laughs) That was Eddie Murphy saying that. That was not me. Look, man, the guy wants to run on a pot platform, that's great. I've been asked by a few of my friends down here uh, or, or in California, when do you think they're going to legalize weed in Texas? I don't see it happening. Not for at least uh, – I, I don't even know if they use it medicinally here. I know there are a lot of CBD places in town, but, I, I, but I'm talking about, like, the stuff, the, the potent shit. And Louisiana is just as is tough on marijuana. I don't know if the but but see the t- the toughest state was Nevada. Hell, it used to be if you had a joint in your pocket, you were going to fucking prison. Nevada was one of the first states, if not the first. Uh, Colorado's first state, but they had their stores up and running at midnight on like a Fourth of July when the law went in place. And there were lines around the time, everywhere. So, I think it's good if you get your people around, the people of Louisiana around, and they talk about this, you're not going to force them into it. 
So many people have been tried to force to like marijuana, and it took me forever. It took me forever to get on board with it. Now I think it's a life-saving drug, and I think it should be used more. Will it be? Probably not. How many have pounds of weeds in their trunks, too? So tired of the, of the race card. Move to California and slang your weed then. Yeah, it, it, look, look, everybody's going to play the race card, especially when they're running for office. I'm with you there. It, look, the, the race card to me is just a dumb card to play now. It shows that you have no real fight in the game. You're just playing with everything that's available to you. And it's not even the good shit that's available to you. All right, that's going to do it because I got to get back to the, the toilet. Uh, we will be back tomorrow, same Arnie time, same Arnie channel. Hopefully I'll be 120% by then. Uh, until then, please remember that every room you walk in is better. Why? Because you are in there. So until tomorrow, y'all have a great day. Tomorrow being Friday, it's here. Holy shit, man. And we'll be back tomorrow morning. Till then, adios, everybody. By morning up from San Antonio, everything that I got is just what I've got on. When that sun is high in that Texas sky, I'll be bucking at the county fair. Amarillo by morning. Amarillo, I'll be there They took my saddle in Houston Broke my leg in Santa Fe Lost my wife and a girlfriend Somewhere along the way I'll be looking for eight when they pull that gate And I hope that judge ain't blind Amarillo by morning Amarillo's on my mind Amarillo by morning Up from San
listening to the Arnie State Show at ArnieRadio.com. Stop it, stop it, stop, 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 stop talking. Um, I, I did just want to take a moment to thank everybody. Goodbye now. I am going to go get late. Goodbye. See you tomorrow. Hey, hey, hey. Goodbye. Goodbye. He's done. That's what's happened. It's over. He's finished. Law enforcement is outside waiting to arrest him.